Elon flew a group of us out to Las Vegas. This is right after the IPO. While we were all like sitting by Cabanas, Elon was uh, reading a Soviet rocket launch manual. That's Kevin Hart's early investor in PayPal, co-founder of Eventbrite, among many other things. We talk about what he looks for in the founders, not the idea. How does he evaluate the team? We can all agree that PayPal had one of the best founding teams of all time. I had to know what did you see in that team at the seed stage that gave you the conviction to invest. Boom. This is the Top VC Podcast, and I'm your host, Adam O'Donnell, based in San Francisco. I'm on a mission to help founders oversubscribe their next round by learning from top VCs and entrepreneurs. I'll tell you who I'm not. I'm not Kevin Hart, the comedian. I'll begin our journey uh, on, on this pod talking about PayPal. And I had come off a, a modest acquisition. I'd started a company uh, with some friends from, from Stanford, and we had um, yeah, a very modest acquisition by uh, a public company didn't have to take a new job, uh, think about kind of next steps and being more risk taking, even more risk taking. I went ahead and uh, reconnected with Peter Thiel, who was coming out uh, to the Valley, who uh, had the, the foresight to see uh, what was happening out here uh, in the tech sector. And he soon met up with Max Lepchen and um, I had the, the uh, honor and luck to be a seed investor in uh, PayPal, what became PayPal. And, Every investor always has to say like, oh, I'm humbled or, you know, like uh, it has to kind of slip these kind of flexes in, uh, Adam, I'm sure you're aware we discussed before, but uh, that was uh, an adventure, but it was also, uh, it it had a nice financial gain, but it was also very impactful from the sense of really seeing uh, what great teams really, really, really mean. So you had, uh, and, you know, I'll have to like name drop now, but, you know, you had Peter Thiel and Max Lubchin, and you had Rulak Botha, who was the CFO of, of uh, the original PayPal. You had David Sachs, the, the head of product. You had um, the, the, the big list goes on, Reid Hoffman, uh, Elon Musk, of course. Uh, it, it was just, and, and you can just kind of keep taking off the names, but it was an extraordinary group. You really see what a difference uh, talent makes. There were dozens and dozens of PayPal like competitors and uh, one survived uh and and that was very um impressionable for me in terms of like you know how to build a great company and move fast uh and and have a talent and have great talent density uh but also it was uh where i wanted to focus because it was an area that was booming um in and that's uh, payments so while uh the internet was kind of crumbling and all these 1.0 companies were crashing and burning you had 9-11 um lots of bad stuff happening uh i uh convinced david sachs to open up an a- api and we were the very first developers on that a- api and uh and, and the idea there is that when uh you see something with such fast growth in one vertical paypal was originally all focused in uh commerce site ebay's um auctions that we saw it working in many other verticals and much as we see today it's it's a universal payments platform now you have stripe um really doing a fantastic job on on the developer integration side but we built off of paypal and we launched a money remittance service helping immigrants send money back to their families uh uh, we called it kind of online to offline so you get online send money and that would be uh, in some cases, delivered right uh, to the customer in cash at their home, uh, and that was from 
countries that range from the Dominican Republic to the Philippines and, and many more. Uh, Peter seeded the company. It was uh, it was originally going to be PayPal that was going to seed the company, and uh, eBay acquired PayPal, like literally, like on the eve of, of the deal. And so Peter uh, transitioned right out of PayPal and wrote a check um, individually, and then uh, Ruloff had left as well, went over to Sequoia Capital, and um, Peter led the seed, and Ruloff led the Series A. Can you keep going? Because I'm just like on the edge of my seat. <laughs> so what What was the impact of that one? That's amazing. Uh, you know, this is like raw fintech. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we, um, we didn't have nearly all the tools uh, and infrastructure you had today. This is like when I started to lecture back in my day when, you know, we uh, had to walk through 20 feet of snow uphill both ways kind of thing. And we just, uh, um, you know, had a lot, build a lot of these things that that we now take for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, of course, it was like, you know, sending money um, all around the world. It was ripe for fraud attacks. Um, so it was like the the wild west of, of fintech, um, or the even wilder west. It, it still might be the wild west right now, but it was um, crazy stuff. We we built the business um, at at a point like. Um, I stepped out of the CEO role and moved and, and just stayed on the board, um, and was ready to do it again. Um, but, but, uh, the business and the business is called zoom X O O M. Um, thank you. Zoom Z O O M for, um, creating incredible ambiguity there, but, um, zoom the remittance business, uh, we went public in, in 2013 and uh, we were acquired uh, for just over a billion dollars in 2015. Um, wish, uh, in hindsight, in, in an important lesson for kind of founders is uh, stay independent, just keep mm. keep growing. We were we were growing at a, a healthy clip. Um, the business was profitable. Uh, we, were, we were doing overall six billion dollars in in transaction volume to India, to the Philippines, all around the world. Uh, and uh, we, sh- we should have kept the company independent because you had these like fledgling startups like Remitly, your TransferWise, NowWise, um, and many others that that have now compounded and, and are actually larger as the market's matured and, and the infrastructure has, has emerged. Um, and uh, so uh, important lesson, um, yeah. very important lesson. I, as I'd stepped out of operating role at um, the remittance business at Zoom, I co-founded Eventbrite uh, with my wife, Julia, and uh, third co-founder, Renaud Visage, uh, who, was, um, sp- who spent most of the year in Paris. So we, we actually, the three of us started the company um, in a kind of partially remote manner. Uh, it turned out to be a, a pretty good cycle of like, I would do product you know, designs, send them over mm-hmm. to Renaud, who would like code them up. And then, you know, we get up in the morning and uh we we test julia would test the product and we'd um, make some changes and had this like really cyclical groove uh mm-hmm. and there's nothing better than like when you're in a startup um we were super compact we wanted to to bootstrap this uh as as much as we could and grew the volume um in in really kind of tried to make what i'd like say is a perpetual motion machine mm-hmm. you know something that uh you could like walk away from 
and it would just run itself. Uh, and, and that was the case, um, a, or is the case, no, I wouldn't say, well, I, uh, the case of Eventbrite, where you uh, creators come to the site, they publish uh, an event, uh, they collect, uh, promote to attendees and so on, and and um, and you kind of wash, rinse, and repeat. Today, I mean, fast forward to today, um, uh, again, the company's doing billions of dollars in, in gross ticket sales, uh, reaching um, so many different countries around the world. And um, I, I think the exciting chapter now with Eventbrite is that this elusive goal of discovery is finally uh, coming to fruition. And, and by that, I mean that we'd always been more of like an application. You could think of us like kind of SaaS for create, event creators. Uh, and as uh, we, and, and we literally spent years in a lot of engineering and, and, and product um, and, and some really great people working on how to attract consumers on a discovery basis. And now we have, and I don't think I can disclose the exact percentage, but um, um, a, a very healthy double digit percentage of, of uh, attendees are discovering events and mm -hmm. creators love that. You have kind of marketplace effects uh, going into place, which usurp any other um you know, kind of feature or function or whatever else. And, and it's very exciting to see that in the road ahead after this, uh, in this kind of post COVID world. I, Gavin, this is amazing. Your story. I'm just like on the edge of my seat. I know our listeners are as well. I want to go back to the PayPal piece and with wearing your investor hat, can you tell me how you, what you look for in a team? And, and I, I imagine that your perspective is more unique than anyone else. Cause you pick arguably like one of the best seed investments in the history of Silicon Valley <laughs> with PayPal. So could you share um, like what you actually look for for any founders who are raising money right now? Yeah, well, I, I just happened to like make effectively my first investment in a company that was um, really had uh, maybe one of the most spectacular management teams in like, uh, you know, one could argue uh, ever, uh, you know, if you, you look at that range of talent, um, from Max Levchin to, to Elon Musk. Um, and, and so, uh, great talent, you know, finds a way to win and, and great talent, um, doesn't, you know, like blame things for going wrong. Like when something goes wrong, it's usually, uh, you know, if you say, oh, these competitors like snuck up and beat us or, um, you know, we couldn't get our margins high enough to make a sustainable bit. Well, it's just the the team's not strong enough to do that. So, um, and, and it really comes from the top down. And so, um, you know, I just remember like Peter would, you know, interview every single candidate up to a couple hundred employees. Um, and, you know, the talent density, again, that, that term I use was, was just tremendous. And, you know, we, we think today, uh, you know, you look today and try to see where those companies are with that, like talent density, and you know they're going to do great things uh, for the long term. Um, yeah, I don't know. Something I always like that, that kind of like pops out uh, is that after the PayPal IPO, um, Elon flew a group of us uh, out to Las Vegas, and uh, while we were all like kind of sitting by this right after the IPO and while we were all kind of sitting by the cabanas um, having a good time, um, Elon was uh, reading a Soviet rocket launch manual, like in a, a, you know, in his like lounge chair uh, that he had 
purchased on eBay and he was looking at rocket designs. Um, and, uh, like in hindsight, uh, like that, that, uh, intensity. Yeah. From many different perspectives that like tells you a lot of things. Absolutely. I, I love that story. Is there any pattern that you found that's unique at a management team, like a PayPal, like that, that you, that's just different at, at other companies? Well, I, I think there's like a, in the case of PayPal, and it's, 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 it's not a rule competition, um, you know, amongst like the team and, and it was healthy for the most part, like the, the internal competition, think of competitors as uh, somebody trying to come right at you and, and take your market. Earlier days of Microsoft used to do this with, with different um, product groups is like who could outperform the other. Um, and so that, that internal competition in that case was, was actually uh, actually very, very useful. One more kind of sitting in this topic of like what VCs look for in good management teams and you have like both sides of that coin. If if I was pitching you, let's just like play around here for a second. If, if I was pitching you, how would you evaluate me as a CEO uh, and, and not like personally me, but just like, I'd love to have kind of like role play in that, uh, ignoring the business that I'm actually working on for the most part. Like you're just like, okay, is this guy going to be that quality of talent to run a company like this? Or does he have that management team? Like what are some of those things you're looking for? Great question. And, and oftentimes, um, oftentimes, especially in the seed stage, well, entirely in the seed stage, just depend on the person uh, or, or people that on the founders and, and the idea is almost um, insignificant. You know, the idea is um, oftentimes if you have a great uh, team, great founder, the idea could change entirely and the company will still succeed. Um, but I, th I think the allure and the danger is if you have a very good idea and just a, a kind of average founder, um, it's very alluring to invest. And, and that's, you know, a, 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 a big no-no. Like, I think that... Um, I don't think, I mean, I like really want to understand what drives that person. And this isn't a job interview. So you can ask the questions that you can't ask and like, uh, you know, with the legalities of, of mm. like labor practices, uh, like what was your family like? Where did you grow up? Like, uh, and, and, and so like what hardships did somebody overcome? How did they show uh, like insanely great achievement from an early age and continue to show that like how competitive they were like their parents professions like are they professors and have like a keen intellectual like grounding um like these are just kind of really the the, the one ingredient i've seen um consistent with with all founders that have gone on to do great things wow Overcoming heart. I, I love how this has this has nothing to do with ARR. This has nothing to do with the idea itself. Uh, it's it. I, you didn't say necessarily like what school you went to, except you know it. It is obvious that you can see a couple schools are going to have um, uh, higher outliers in that. But um, it's it's like overcoming this persistence that you're looking for. If you had to summarize those questions, like the real core of what of what you're trying to look for, is it something like persistence or is it something around that intellect, yeah. grit, um, you know, which is the cousin of persistence um it's a competitive nature um it's like uh it's um having having shown achievements and interest uh like in in kind of an outsized manner to what you would typically see in somebody in, in that age or position i love that 
Kevin, this has been amazing. I want to let you go, but thank you. Adam, uh, it's phenomenal. Thanks so much. I loved it. Uh, boom. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Top VC Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Adam O'Donnell. Check out my LinkedIn. Always willing to reach out, connect if you have questions, if you want introductions. This is a lot more than just a podcast.